0: Maybe you should go and do some contemplating. Right
1: reasons, right reasons. girl, all the right reasons, Right reasons,
0: right all the oh, I'm the Bachelorette, and I'm rapping to your poolside. Here to find
1: true love. Hi, this is Rachel McElroy. Life. Hi, this is Griffin McElroy. And this is Rose
0: Buddies. In this podcast, this groundbreaking experiment in narrative nonfiction storytelling, two lovers dive deep into the love the kissing and love of other people and themselves in a psychosexual journey
1: (laughs) through reality television
0: that gene siskel in 1981 called it not existent yet yeah because we weren't born
1: although in 1982 he called it halfway there halfway
0: there and then in 1987 he was like here it goes, and then people were like, "You're talking about two babies. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you?" Gene was like, "I'm na- I'm nasty. What's up?" <laughs> um, hi, welcome to the podcast. Welcome back. Um, did we do an episode last week? Yes, of course we did. I mean, I missed the Adventure Zone last week. We I sadly... finished up The Bachelorette. That's right, okay. season one. I I guess I forgot because um, I think you and I were both um clinically last... dead.
1: Yeah, last week was a rough one
0: y'all it was... I couldn't
1: you know I always so this is a little trade secret I always listen to the episodes back because uh, I like to you know grow
0: mm-hmm.
1: learn improve uh, and I listened to the first five minutes of that episode and it couldn't made it. it made me anxious Yeah, like just knowing wh- I, how we felt
0: I feel like I could go back and listen to any of the podcasts that I recorded last week and be like those weren't that wasn't prime material. No. Um, but things are... Thank you very much. There were a lot of people who were very concerned in the Facebook group, and we appreciate it. Uh, but we are... We're sleep training, Henry, and it's going really, really, really very, very well. He took two two-hour naps today. We are literally different people. <laughs> Last night
1: he slept from like eight PM until like three A. M. It, it was, was incredible.
0: Buck Wild. We are um it's literally like the best thing that's happened to me in like such a long time and we're in much better spirits. And so we apologize for <laughs> I don't know, recording while zombies, but... uh yeah,
1: Although I will say this this individual here that's speaking right now is very superstitious. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. And now I'm super nervous we even talked about it.
0: You're a good... Yes. Um Then let's start talking about the strange love between two strangers kissing each other in Chicago in a show that I and Drew Barrymore and Ellen DeGeneres like to call first dates. Which, by the way, Drew Barrymore is attached to this project. She was in a movie called Fifty First Dates. That's kind of weird, isn't it?
1: I mean, her whole steeze is romantic I stuff. Yeah,
0: I guess so. So, do you think well, when they hit like episode fifty of this one, she'll be like,
1: ah, "Get it"? Ah. She'll just come on screen and and be like, bah. "Yeah, yeah." She'll
0: like come in really close to the screen, and just be like, "Get it." Do you also think she will be included in a first date? Is she married? I know she was married to Tom Green for a while, but then she is. Like,
1: oh wow, your 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 data is very behind. Is it? She got married again, and I believe she is separated, if not divorced now. I okay. Mean,
0: yeah. Uh, yeah. Sorry. When did the Tom Green thing break bad?
1: Uh, God, I don't know. 2001, maybe
0: it was around Charlie's Angels, wasn't it? <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> okay. Um, she provides the voiceover for yeah. uh, the television program First Dates, which broad strokes I enjoyed very much.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I told Griffin, I don't know that we'll ever talk about it again, because it was very difficult to take notes, given the number of cu- couples that are on the show. But uh, I will need to watch it, probably weekly, just to feel good about the world.
0: Well, that's a lot to put on the shoulders of first dates. Um, just, although this, felt- it's been a stink stink day and kind of a stink weekend, so like it was a nice little amuse-bouche.
1: Yeah, it just felt like... Well when you watch a lot of reality television like we do mm-hmm. you start to think that people are cartoons you know sure. they're just very broadly sketched you know characters uh and watching this i just felt like this is nice. This is relaxing. This is real people.
0: Real people just like doing their best to accommodate each other. And I spent all day fighting with Twitter randos about the whole United flight thing, which is my own cross to bear.
1: Yeah, you started that. I mean, well, you, you didn't United start it. fucking started. Okay, you it. didn't
0: start it, but um, you, you. I know. I really shouldn't respond lit to that those building people. on fire. It's too fun to tell people that they should live in a sewer over and over and over again when they it, it, whatever. Okay. It was nice to just watch people be nice to each other for a while, yes. which they which they did. I could also see this show uh, opening itself up to the possibility of people being not nice to each other on these first dates. But this was a this was yeah. a very nice, uh, for the most part, selection of of daters.
1: So a little history uh, in in what I like to call the history corner. Not OK. Um so join
0: me. In the history corner?
1: <laughs> Play the history corner theme music at this point here. I mean, I'll it'll pause. be like
0: classical music or I'll something. i pause so you can... So this room has four corners. One of them's a history corner. What are the other three?
1: Um. Well, there's uh the Can I Steal You Away?
0: Can I Steal... Yeah, yes. Corner. Yeah. We go to it, sorry you probably it sounds weird whenever we do the jumbotron spots in the middle of the show um, that we're like really far away from the mics. Mm-hmm. It's because Rachel makes us stand in a corner of the room that's very far yeah. away from the studio. There's the corner where we smooch. The smooching corner, yeah. And then there's the mm-hmm. quiet corner where, like, if the podcast gets too much, one of us will just go and kind of stand there <laughs> for a little bit.
1: Uh, so this show for states actually started in 2003 in the UK,
0: as all good shows do.
1: And they have versions in Australia, Canada, and Ireland as well. Wow, it's all over.
0: Yeah. What is it about dating shows? Cause this, is, that's like how, um, if you were the one got started, the show that mm-hmm. I think started in Ireland, but it was called like a different show. It was called something different. And then it was in China and, yeah, um, it was, it was all over. Uh, I'm glad it has made its way to the States. I saw some purists in the Facebook group saying like, Apparently the uh, the the UK version uh, like the the staff at the restaurant, or more like characters? Yeah, you know when I went to the Wikipedia page, there was a whole
1: section for restaurant staff that I didn't expand. Although but I like
0: the bartender here and the yeah, the bartender. The maitre seems... d maybe came on a little strong, but a it little heavy handed. But no. it was it was still fun. So the premise of the show: it's a restaurant in Chicago. This American version. Oh, obviously.
1: we're we're leaving the history corner now.
0: Sorry, I didn't mean the Yankee <laughs> out of the history corner. Was there more history in the corner? I looked that around the corner it. and it was devoid of history. That was it.
1: I just didn't want people to think we were still in that corner. All right,
0: I'll this the stinger now that lets people know we're getting back to the back to the present
1: mm-hmm.
0: it was the back to the future soundtrack um it's in a restaurant <laughs> in chicago which i did not recognize and it's called mk mk although i didn't do that much fine dining when i lived there so you lived in chicago for a long time you three years uh you got your post grad your master's degree there in humanities Uh
1: uh-huh i lived two years in lakeview and then a year in hyde park when i was doing grad school
0: and i lived there for a year in roscoe village and one thing i actually like thought about and um obviously my experience was not like this show but like chicago is like the only place that i did online dating um obviously before we met
1: oh my gosh we should do an episode about that I
0: don't really want to. Cause only Griffin
1: did it and then I wouldn't have to share anything.
0: Yeah. I don't know that that would necessarily be fun for me. Also, I only did it like three times. Um, so it's not like there's a lot of content there. This is also like before mm-hmm. Tinder and I feel like Jesus yeah, in I'm the no like kidding. the three year swing between when I online dated and people started using Tinder. Like Gosh, the I games. can't even
1: imagine you using Tinder.
0: I wouldn't be good at it. I'm, I'm a hundred percent sure. Um, but Chicago's, Chicago, okay. I think Chicago is like a good city for this to be set in because like yeah. there's a lot of, there's a lot of like singles there, but also like, um, it get it's cold twelve months out of the mm-hmm. year and so people just want somebody to snuggle. And it's up a very with.
1: walkable city, so very walkable. Well I will say though that there are a lot of people from all over the country. Which maybe yeah, curious, which like, is, how would that yeah, work? Yeah, did
0: they fly them here to Chicago to do yeah. this show? There was somebody I wasn't there sure. from
1: like Chattanooga, Tennessee, and I'm like, What is your I love the way
0: you say Chattanooga?
1: Chattanooga.
0: Yeah, you like <laughs> drop it. You like there's a diphthong in there I'm a big fan of <laughs>
1: Um. But yeah, it made me wonder, like, well, are you setting them up for a long distance relationship or what's happening right now?
0: Well, I think the people who were from Chattanooga, there were two of them. They were trying to, like, know his Arkham one by one. I'm pretty sure that's how it was oh. working. Um, so in this episode, I think there were five couples or six couples, um, that did not know five. each other. Five couples that did not know each other. They walked them in the door. They were blind dates, which, like, I, when I online dated, online dating's not really blind dating. You get, that's like the, yeah. uh, actually, it's the fucking polar opposite. Because you kind of get to know, like, everything you need to know before you pull the trigger. Um, who sets them up? Drew? Is Drew, Drew's like, I got this.
1: There's a lot of we. There's a lot of royal we. Like, we match fucking, these couples.
0: Okay. It's the love doctor. It's the same one that does it for Are You the One? Um, they're
1: paired based on, quote, their likes and dislikes. That's as much detail as we get.
0: I guess so. Um, so, and then they go to this restaurant and they have meals and, um, the There's show.
1: There's a bathroom cam.
0: There's, well, which is not, Jesus, as, babe. not as
1: gross as it sounds. <laughs> There's a camera in in the washroom um, <laughs> where at the sink only you can see people. Making Thank
0: you for <laughs> designating that.
1: <laughs> you can see people making phone calls to their friends about how the date is going.
0: Yes, and the show is um, structured as such that, like, it's not like all five dates start, and then you see all five dates in the middle, and then you see the end of all five dates. They're kind of like a waterfall, so, like, as one is ending, usually, like, another one is beginning, and there's usually, like, two running concurrently. And usually, after the dates are over, we get a uh confessional cam where both yeah. people in the date uh sit Have down to
1: in front of each other say whether they'd want a second date.
0: Yeah, which even in this first episode led to some pretty hysterical conflicts, I think. Yeah. Um but yeah, the whole tone of the show is like very charming and fun and there's a maitre D who's very like um like love boat cruise captain Mm -hmm. um and
1: a bartender who's like very chatty and a
0: bartender who's like like, yeah the bartender who's very chatty but also there's a bit where like one couple is being kind of uncouth at the bar and like i half expected him to like goof it off but he kind of just gives him a stare down like don't come on this is a nice restaurant (laughs) yeah and
1: that's another thing i wanted to say it does seem to be a very nice restaurant
0: very upscale restaurant um so like
1: uh, not like they're they're sitting over a plate of nachos or anything
0: There's nothing wrong with that. I would watch that version of the show, too. I know. I would watch a show called Nacho Party.
1: It just kind of sets the tone, like, of a more, like, elegant evening. You're not
0: even curious about Nacho Party. It's my direct competitor to First Dates, Nacho Party. Eight strangers sit around a giant bowl of trash can nachos, and...
1: Do you want to describe what trash can nachos are for the uninitiated?
0: Just use your imagination because it's either going to be as good as or better than you're envisioning (laughs) it right now. Big bowl of nachos, eight strangers all just diving in. Um, and you're just eating them and talking and getting to know each other. This is the first round, maybe having a few like margaritas, like loosening up and just like having a good time. And there is a, like a double dare challenge flag somewhere in the nachos. (laughs) Okay. And if you find that,
1: it's kind of like fear factor
0: sort of but they're fucking nachos so it's like if you're why are you i'm actually kind of afraid of yeah, like a big thing mean, of nachos because yeah. it might make me ill um but you find the flag and then you get to ask out one of the other why eight people that? and you get like solo time right and then if you don't find the flag and you don't get picked then there's six people left at that point they bring out another tray of nachos
1: <laughs> no
0: and you have to keep going like that until the last couple is just like paired up, and that's going to be the worst date because it's like the what it's the f- dregs. But not only that, they've eaten at that point four whole canisters of trash can nachos.
1: <laughs> what if the flag is like the exact same size and color as a chip, so you don't even know until you bite you, into it? Arr! You put it in your mouth. It's a
0: tough one. Oh. It's not a tough one. Doug, (laughs) let's go. That
1: means like you have to eat them. So there's no like rooting around for the flag. Like you have to put each chip in your mouth.
0: There's no amount of money I wouldn't pay to watch that fourth date of just like, (laughs) (laughs) what are you, what did you say you do?
1: So you can't leave even if you don't like who's left at the table.
0: I mean, you gotta be like polite about it, but you've just eaten four giant canisters of nachos. And so it's just like, I'm a, I walk dogs. I'm a dog walker. I need a hospital. <laughs> okay.
1: Uh, we're about 10 minutes in. You want to start talking about the show?
0: We've been talking about the show Nacho Party. It's coming this fall on ABC Freeform.
1: Who's the celebrity behind it?
0: The celebrity behind it. I'm so glad you asked. Uh huh. Alfred Molina. No. Maybe? No.
1: Wait, who's Alfred Molina?
0: He played Dr. Octopus in Spider-Man 2, but he's been in other things. He's a much more prestigious actor than Dr. Octopus in Spider-Man 2. It is Tony Shaloub.
1: Oh, that's pretty good.
0: Is it? <laughs> <laughs> Tony Shalhoub presents Nacho Party. I brought you more nachos. That's I, my Tony Shaloub. impression. I just
1: picture the intro, he's like standing in a big bucket of nacho cheese. I mean, it would
0: be Guy Fieri.
1: No, he's got enough stuff going on.
0: You're right; he's too busy. We wouldn't want to load him Tony down. Let's give Tony a call. Let's give Tony Shalhoub a call. The Thinking Man's <laughs> Guy Fieri. <laughs>
1: Romance speaking, Tony Shaloub.
0: Oh man.
1: Um, let's talk about the first couple. Okay. Okay. Uh, Alyssa and Mike. Uh, Alyssa is a ad exec. She's 25. Uh, and Mike is 23. He's in PR.
0: These are locals. These are locals. Chicago locals, Correct. I
1: believe. Uh, Mike, the first thing we know about Mike is that he brings his own very old fancy champagne to this be is, served.
0: This is a bummer, I think. Yeah. Maybe it's just because I don't, I'm not a part of that world that I would even think to like... Your drinks aren't good enough. Here's one that I got. That's I better. Can you keep it cold for me and then bring it mm-hmm. out and try to impress everybody? Thank you.
1: Uh, the other thing we learn about Mike almost immediately is that he's a virgin.
0: Yes. He he says something really... Like, his reason... Uh, I, I do not want this to come across as a judgment of people who are like, yeah, I just don't want to have sex until I'm married. Like, cool. That, you do you. Yeah. But he says, like, I'm a clean guy. I'm a clean man. I'm a clean man. Like, okay. Yeah. It's kind of gross.
1: To That's phrase kind it of that way. it's kind
0: of a viscerally like gross way to, of 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 putting it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he talks about he doesn't want to doesn't want to do it till he's married. Doesn't want to do the well, dirty. He kind deed. of
1: has this attitude of like, hey, I've made it this far. If it takes another three or four years for me to find somebody, you know, that doesn't seem like that long at this point. Sure. No um, judgment. Hey, go yeah.
0: do it. Do it,
1: man. Uh, Alyssa, on the other hand, refers to herself as a serial dater. Um. Which, you know, I, I, we don't find out about her virginity. Um.
0: <laughs> God, babe. <laughs>
1: Sorry. Griffin was taking a drink. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it would be interesting if every single person that was introduced. Including
0: the fucking like 75-year-olds who were like, yep, I'm virgin. Deal yep. with it. Uh, I am not a virgin. I am super not a virgin. I'm 75. Handle my, handle my flavor.
1: My name is Julian. I'm 27. I've had sex 19 times
0: 19 times deal with it with three people <laughs> um uh
1: so should we because they hop around a lot but i thought maybe we just stick i think with we one stick day. with the one
0: couple and move okay. on or else we'll we'll lose our minds
1: okay so they immediately because they're chicagoans talk about the cubs
0: they're north chicagoans so they talk about the cubs mm-hmm. uh
1: she does not like the cubs he does uh
0: Tale as old as time mm-hmm. and as boring as fuck did you watch that? There was some police procedural that came out that was set in Chicago that was like, Oh my God, this is gonna fucking kill me. It came out while I was living in Chicago, and Chicago so I Chicago fire no. That's not a police procedural. They don't arrest fires in that and, show.
1: Well, no. There they was, can arrest
0: arsonists, I suppose.
1: There was a uh, Chicago show about people that worked in an office, too. It's there was, it, no,
0: it was like a police procedural where there's this detective, this hard-nosed detective, and there's this corrupt alderman. But it was like, it came out while I was living in Chicago. And like, I remember me and Jeremy, uh, mm-hmm. and, and I think Landry probably watched it too while we were living together. Like, Loved it because it would be like, yeah, I like deep dish pizza, and I'd be like, yeah, that's us. I'm a Cubs fan. Well, I'm a I'm a Sox fan. That's like us. We say those things. Yeah. Been to the art museum? I know that the one with the lions. I, I know it. That one with the lions on it. <laughs> Chicago. Chicago. Just hop on the brown line. The brown. I do that one. Yeah. It was a bad show, though.
1: Yeah, there are a lot of Chicago shows. I'm not sure why.
0: I don't know that there's been like a good Chicago show in a bit.
1: I like Chicago Hope a lot, but I guess yeah, that Missed was like that 20 one. years ago. That was 100,000 <laughs> years ago. Uh While You Were Sleeping is a good Chicago movie. It
0: is a good Chicago movie. There's some good Chicago... I mean, fucking um, Hughes. What's his face? Fuck me. Oh, John Hughes? John Hughes. Those are all good Chicago flicks for the most part. Mm. No good Chicago TV shows though, because it's all about just like, hey, go bears, right? And then they just look at the camera for 20 minutes.
1: <laughs> uh, when they meet Alyssa and Mike, they do like a little spin. She's like, I feel like, I feel like, I don't know if he says it. There's a spin. One of them spins she the spin, other.
0: She's like, I feel like I should spin you. And so yeah. she spins him and he's like, now let me spin you. And then he spins her. And it's, yeah, it's, it's very, it's, it's also very much like, um, I don't know how to touch you. Mm-hmm. So let's just run into each other and see what happens. Oh, it's spin. Okay. We're spinning. We're spinning yeah. and we're spinning. I
1: find that very relatable.
0: Absolutely. Hyper relatable. Yeah. yeah.
1: Uh, this is the first time we get to see the compressed melon. Yes. This. Uh, which is brought out for every couple because they're all in the same restaurant. Yes. Uh, and then this is where Mike reveals that he has never been on Tinder. Um, and he's, he said that he doesn't really date very often. Um, he likes to just hit ladies with his pickup line. And so she, of course, asks him what it is.
0: The pickup line. Do you remember? God. Um, do you have asthma? Because you have asthma. And she says, All right, good for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just a really good response to that. Not a good pickup line.
1: Alyssa tells us at the beginning, and I think it's absolutely true. She's like, I'm really good at dates. And I think Hmm. that she exactly is.
0: It's a fucking, like, it's a skill. Like, you, Mm -hmm. it's, it's a skill as much as, like, being sociable. Yeah. It's a skill because it is being sociable, Um, but, like, with these a thousand invisible pitfalls with you literally, like, all around you everywhere. And, like, knowing where those pitfalls are and how to, like, how to, like, avoid them and be, like... I think a, a really good thing about her is that she's very gracious, and that like yeah. when he kind of stumbles into one of those pitfalls, she's like, "Let me, let me help you out of there." A well, little and bit. she
1: like she so at, at the next point she comes up with this just because they're you know they're having an okay time, but it does feel kind of awkward, and so there's a huge leak on his plate, and so she's like, "I dare you put that whole thing in your mouth." And he, like, he's game for it, and it's, like, a fun thing. He and she's, like, me the fuck She's out. like, let me take a Snapchat of you. And, like, he has the whole leak in his mouth, and she takes that, a just picture. That's a
0: big, can you imagine just a big rubbery leak up in there in your I girl? like leaks. I do, too, in small, like, when I can control the portion size of yeah. the leak, but we a was, big rubbery leak working on it? I just thought
1: it was a fun suggestion. It kind of broke the ice a little bit.
0: broke my heart a little bit, thinking about eating a big rubbery leak for, like, ten minutes. <laughs>
1: Um, this is when the champagne gets brought out. Mm-hmm. And you can tell she's kind of like, Oh, neat. When he like, he's like, Yeah, I, I brought that. She's like, Oh, you brought that? And then she tastes it and she's like, Oh, it's good. And like, you know, they're just, they're just kind of being polite at this point. Um, and then they move to the bar to enjoy their champagne. And this is where they like, they really connect in a more, um, serious way. Uh, Mike talks about how his dad died when he was 12. Um, and it's made him kind of closer to his brother because he had to play more of a role model figure. And this is really meaningful to Alyssa because Alyssa has a really strong relationship with her dad. Um, and so they just kind of, they just kind of talk about that. And all of a sudden they're like connecting in a more like serious way. Yeah. And Alyssa, like it, just really resonates. She gets really with emotional, her, yeah. yeah, she's
0: just so close to her dad and can't, like, imagine, yeah. yeah.
1: Um, and so then they they have their little confessional. They both want to go on a second date, and we get to see them walk out to the car. And he does a little spin, and he's like, "That's going to be our signature thing." And they, and they kiss. Get in the car, and they kiss. Yeah.
0: Uh, and then they make point, like, "Do you want to just go to a bar?" And she's yeah. like, "Yeah, let's go to a bar." And so they, they just get in the get car in the together car. and go yeah. to a bar. Which is the only date of these that I think has a sort of continuation that we see. We don't know. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe most of them just go like, all right, cameras are off. Let's get wild. Oh, uh, let's go to the, to the love motel.
1: Uh, you want to talk about Kenny and Christina?
0: I do want to talk about Kenny and Christina.
1: Okay. Kenny. Why he, you
0: didn't? no, let's skip. Them. Yeah. Of course I want to talk about <laughs> Kenny and Christina.
1: Uh, Kenny is 29. He's a salesman from New York uh christina is 34 she's a military veteran
0: we also found out about kenny later on which i think like just to sort of set the stage a little bit he was when he was one yeah uh, he's a ugandan refugee and his his uh dad died uh when he was really really young he was a soldier um over there and
1: he's a prisoner of war
0: i was a prisoner of war and was executed and so uh kenny is a, uh, a, a, a. His family's from from Uganda, and he talks about that. And it was such a. I don't know. It was like kind of a. It was a pretty tragic backstory about his father. And I only like point that out because he was like a pretty like jokey jokey dude yeah, for the rest of the like time. Like the
1: first like, I don't know, like eighty percent of their date was just was kind just of like them really just messing f- with each other. Yeah. And then, they and then it got kinda, really serious. Yeah. Uh, so is walking with a cane at the time from a basketball injury that we don't ever really find out much detail no. about. Um, Christina is over six feet tall, uh, and says that she needs quote, an alpha male.
0: She talks about how like, uh, dudes will like try to come, come up on her and say that they want to try to climb the tree. And she's like, Nope, Nope. <laughs> Fuck that. No, thank you.
1: Yeah. Um, and so she walks up and sits down, um, and the waiter comes out with the compressed melon uh and the melon that they're serving is watermelon and Kenny immediately starts making jokes and saying like oh you brought you brought watermelon to the two african american people so this he- was like
0: and it was like these two were like really like their i feel like their sense of humor was so similar because yeah. immediately like and it's maybe like there's a really good icebreaker because this is yeah. like one of the first things was, he was yeah, saying was to Christina. She's like, was like, like "Christina, down. you hear me, right? You we're on the same page here, right?"
1: Yeah, he's like, oh, "Are you going to bring out grape soda next in Jordan's?" Uh and she is just cracking. Just like head and hands. He's like, "Oh, did you think about that?" And she's like, "No." Uh she goes in the bathroom after that and calls her friend and
0: says, "He is me with a penis." <laughs> uh yeah, she says, "I'm not going to bring him around the family, I don't think." Yeah. Um
1: uh, but then she like kind of casually talks about getting shot up and he's like, wait, what are you talking about? And that's when she realizes that she's a military veteran.
0: Or she, she realizes she hasn't told him that she's yeah. a, not. She's, oh my God, I'm a military veteran.
1: <laughs> um, that explains a lot. Yeah. Uh, she talks about uh, being in the army and navy, and she kind of bristles because at first he's like, "Oh, you're so pretty for military." And she's, "Well, that's
0: like, be only because that's a totally yeah, like bullshit like, well, what thing are you to say." About? And
1: you can tell he kind of realizes. He's like, "Oh, well, I'm just, oh. I'm used to seeing you all in, in uniforms with your hair all tight, and 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 that's when he talks more about his experience uh, in Uganda and his connection to that and his family, and so they kind of like get through that murky water." Yeah. Um. But yeah, they just, they joke around a lot. She like gets up to use the bathroom again and he like says, oh, perfect timing. And she's like, w- why are you going to, you know, like, w- what, do, why, what do, are you going to do something weird when I leave? And he's like, oh no, I'm just, I'm just going to watch you walk away. <laughs> and she's it's like, just like,
0: don't stare at my ass. <laughs> <No.
1: laughs> it's just a nice, it's a nice moment. And so they, um,
0: it, that, that also, I think there's a way where that sounds kind of gross. It was like, it was very, no, playful. they and, were
1: on the same page. Yeah. Um, and so she, at one point, towards the end of the date, is like, do you speak French? Because a lot of- Oh,
0: this is fucking great.
1: A lot of, like, African people speak French. Uh, and he says, no, but I speak some Spanish. And then he speaks a little bit of Spanish that's, like, you know, kind of okay. It's pretty okay. good. It's better than
0: I- I took Spanish yeah. for six years, and it's better than I can speak Spanish.
1: And then- She kind of hides the fact that she is much more fluent than him. Right.
0: Her whole thing was like, oh, well, if you can't speak French, like you have nothing to teach me. And he was like, well, I speak Spanish. And he starts speaking. He's like, so I can uh, I can teach you Spanish. And she's like.
1: And then he's like, what do you have to teach me? And she's like, oh, I also speak Spanish and tries to have a conversation with him. And he cannot keep up.
0: I think he can keep up. But he's just like so like, like shattered. He's like, (laughs) oh, I thought I had this this trump card to play.
1: Uh, So they go to the confessional. And um, they get asked if they want to have a second date, and she's being really kind of like sarcastic and jokey with him, and acting like she didn't really have that good of a time. And he's like, "Well, if you don't agree to it, I'm just gonna
0: start yeah, there's calling some, you there's all the some, time." There's some poor taste uh, jokes. There's a, uh, a a Silence of the Lamps reference that uh, yeah, and like stalker I maybe could have done without, but um,
1: um, and and yeah, so he kind of. He says he'd want a second date, and then I think she eventually She admits, also says, yeah, I'd, yeah.
0: I'd, I'd like to go on a second date, And as too.
1: they're walking out of the restaurant, he talks about how she had him sweating in there. Um, They seemed like a really, a really nice... It was really fun. They were really... It's hard to tell, because these people that they're matching seem so compatible. Yeah. Which doesn't always work. It's not
0: like... It's not like a lot of... Sh- it's not like, are you the one where they just kind of like, there's a compatible person in there, and then by the end of the season, it's like, what the fuck were you talking about? Like... Yeah the the people that they match up seem like i don't know it seems like almost all the dates are like good so i think that like whatever algorithm they're using is yeah is is decent
1: it's very clear like within the first few minutes you can always tell like oh that's why they were
0: matched up yeah
1: um before we go on the third date griffin can i steal you away <laughs>
0: It went. Oh, it oh. went down there at the end. Oh. I did. It. Can I try it in a minor key, actually? Okay. Jump, 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 jump. Oh! It was I all it, fucking the funeral dirge. I think you had
1: some extra chants in there.
0: Uh No, I think there were the proper number of chants. Um. uh first up in the "Can I steal you away?" We need like a proper noun version we have an advertiser this week they paid us money to talk about their goods and services on the show that's also not very fluid people
1: suggested like the the palapa the money palapa
0: money palapa is really good and bad also at the same time it's It's a good bad sandwich yeah um but our first sponsor is try the world they uh they're at the um sound a little like owen wilson there try the world come on (laughs) come on it's me try the world um Try the World, they they bring the world to your doorstep. Every country, every culture is unique and food is one of our favorite ways to explore them. They'll send you uh all kinds of uh all kinds of snacks, five all natural healthy snacks from five different countries in each box. They work with uh, niche producers. Niche? Nietzsche producers? I say niche. I say Nietzsche cuz oh, they okay. send you Fre- Frederick Nietzsche's work. <laughs> and it's just a box full of very sad stuff. They will enhance your your snacks, your af- afternoon snack rituals, with something exotic and also good for you.
1: Yeah, things that you wouldn't necessarily think to try if you saw them at the grocery store. Uh, and I really, I got to sample some of these. And, yeah, uh, they were all very healthy and very good.
0: Uh, so go to trytheworld.com and get ten bucks off your next box of healthy snacks with the code Rose Buddies. Thank you, Try the World. Hey, go Try the World. That's their tagline. They just say the name of their company. It's a weird tagline. That is weird. And it's also not their tagline. I don't know if they have a tagline. Maybe they're waiting for a good lover podcast to uh, help develop something like that.
1: You want to hear some Jumbotrons?
0: I would love to hear some Jumbotrons.
1: This message is for Brianna from Marissa. And the message is to my sister Brianna on her 29th birthday. This is the grown-up version of the boosters I used to buy you in the marching band competition programs.
0: <laughs> what are those? I don't. I didn't do band. I don't know what boosters are.
1: Um. I mean, but you know what it's like to buy an ad in a program. Yes, absolutely. Theater. That's what that's like. Okay. Uh. Okay. It's
0: like, hey, Dylan, do a great job up there. You're the best flying monkey in this exactly. whole production of Wizard of Oz.
1: Uh, take that and rewind it back. Whoa. Here's to another wonderful year in Brooklyn, hopefully not encountering any boys like Dan Daniel, the haircutting serial killer. Dan, Leo, and Avi all send kisses and hugs.
0: Sweet message with like kind of a rap break in the middle of it, which I (laughs) thoroughly enjoy in my Jumbotrons. Um, I have another Jumbotron here. Can I read it? Yes. Nope. This one's for September 19th. I can just do this one, but I probably shouldn't. Um, here's a personal message. This one's for Sheldon, and it's from Christina, who says, To my wonderful bear, thank you for moving across the country to be with me and our turkey bum dog. Our turkey bum dog. Our turkey bum dog. (laughs) You mean the world to me, and I can't wait to start our life together and watch Hell's Kitchen slash Terrace House slash Jersey Shore every night eating ice cream. I love you more than anything. Happy cohabitation, heart. Um... Actually, this was not a typo. There's a new show called Hell's Kitchen Terrace House Jersey Shore, and it is Ooh. absolutely wild. It's about a very rough kitchen, in but it's a new season of Terrace House also, and it's in the Jersey Shore.
1: Gordon Ramsay, Hanson, Hanson, and the Situation. The
0: Situation was that his name? I think so. Are you sure it's the Situation? His name was the Situation.
1: Yeah, because he used to like point at his abs and say that.
0: That was his situation? I don't know. I didn't watch the show, but I
1: remember there was a guy. Tell me other things you remember about
0: Jersey Shore, because now I'm fucking in it.
1: And then there was Snooky. Snooky. Everybody knows Snooky. That's, that's it.
0: Come on. You can give me no, more. No, that's all I know. Make up some things about Jersey Shore.
1: Oh, okay. Uh, well, it took place in an amusement park on the Jersey Shore.
0: A haunted one? Abandoned? No spoilers, Griffin. Oh, no. Yeah. Three uh, of the kids died in bumper car accidents and were ghosts. Snooky
1: was one of the uh, aforementioned
0: bumper car ghosts.
1: Was was under a spell.
0: Oh shit!
1: Uh, and she could only be released from that spell if um, she f- put right what once went wrong.
0: Okay, so there's a, of course, there's a quantum leap element.
1: Yeah, so quantum leap, um, Scott Bakula leaps into the situation,
0: and he was like, "This is a spacious one. There's a lot of boy here for me to sort of live in."
1: Yeah. Uh, and he helps Snooky conquer her fear of roller coasters.
0: Wow, shit. Which then release her ghosts. Oh, that's sad. I kind of That's fo- also not how Quantum Leap works most of the time. I kind of f- forgot what I was doing halfway through that. <laughs> it was fun for me, though, as the listener. <laughs> my name is Patrick. My name is Parker. Max FunCon has been a huge inspiration in my life. And now I have this network of friends that I've made that span literally across the entire globe. And they're some of my favorite people in the world. I truly cannot believe the amount of wonderful and lasting friendships that have come out of this. If you feel like you might not fit in, as long as you're a good person, you'll fit in because everyone there is good and amazing and kind and wonderful. And you should absolutely go. It will be the best decision of your life.
1: Make a ton of new friends like Parker and Patrick at Max Fun Con. Tickets for Max Fun Con and Max Fun Con East are on sale now at maxfuncon.com. Before we start on this next couple, I wanted to kind of put you on the spot. Oh, fun. Uh, and ask you how you thought you were dating because we were talking about yes. how Alyssa was such a good dater, and I feel like you would be good too. I was good.
0: Yeah, I was very. I feel m- like
1: you're good at like asking questions. And- here's here's
0: here's where I'm at. I'm very um, I'm a very considerate young man.
1: Yes, I'll agree.
0: And I was very quick to like sort of pick up the um some of the rules of of mm-hmm. dating. Like there is.
1: Well, you're a big rule guy in general. I am.
0: I, I well, I just like following sort of the societal expectations uh-huh. of you because it's not that fucking hard to do <laughs> it. Um, it's like not hard to Google. What's the good? What, how do you, like, there's shit like splitting the check, like, or uh, handling the check or whatever. There's like, I know, that, that part of it didn't stress me out. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I'm being completely honest, there are some things that did stress me out, like, um, uh, I never really, I never really knew how much like physical contact was yeah. good or expected. No, I, I felt
1: that in our, in our dating relationship. Yeah,
0: because I didn't know like, um, oh, it's our first date and you've just showed up and then like, do I? I hope I don't sound like a big fucking nerd, but like, do I hug? Do I? Is it a hug? One of these? Definitely not a handshake. Not a handshake. It didn't. And then at the end, it's like that's ten times harder because it's like. Is it a kiss one? Oh man,
1: I, that makes me uncomfortable thinking about you.
0: Yeah, bud. Dealing with that. <laughs> I never fouled it up, right? I didn't like, you know.
1: I feel like you're good at reading clues. I am good at
0: reading clues, but I, I would be, I would be, there was a point where I would start getting very anxious. And then once I started to get anxious about that stuff, it would throw off my, cause I'm good at like carrying on a conversation and like, mm-hmm. um, talking, talking to strangers for the most part and listening. Um, but like, once I start thinking, once we get to like, the check, my mind starts going like, oh man, what do we do? Are we supposed to go somewhere else after this? Am I supposed to like, call a cab and like, do we kiss? And then I bounce and then like, if we do kiss, does that, how does that affect the next date? And like, what does that yeah. mean? That's, that, that kind of, that kind of shit, like, I was not good at. I really wasn't. But I think I was a very like, nice dude to like, yeah. go and have a couple yeah, I'm sure. drinks with and talk to. Um, but I only did it, I think I only went on dates with like three women while I was out there and I, only one of them did I go on multiple, multiple dates with. Oh. But it was like two or three.
1: I didn't know about the two or three dates.
0: Yeah. What I think happened? one we went to get drinks and then one we went to see the fucking, um.
1: Oh, is that the 27 hours date?
0: It was much more than 27 hours that the man was pinned under that fateful rock before he could. Hours. Yeah. Uh, which is not a good date date movie. And I think that was it. I think we may have just only gone on two <laughs> actually. Yeah. A,
1: a set a tone.
0: And the other one, the other, the other dates him, and I, I think were just one offs. But mm-hmm. um, I'm glad I did it because it was like, I don't know. Yeah,
1: see, I never did that. Yeah,
0: like, I, before I,
1: I met Griffin, I was in a very long term relationship, and then when Griffin and I had started dating. I had only been single for about four months. So I hadn't really gotten kind of serious about dating yet. Uh, and Griffin was kind of my first relationship after that serious one. So I just never really did dating. Yeah. Uh, which became very clear to me when Griffin and I decided to go on an actual date <laughs> and I was a sweaty nervous mess the entire time. You really
0: were. <laughs> Um, I just, I
1: realized while we were sitting in the restaurant and Griffin reached over to hold my hand, I realized I had never actually really been on a formal date before.
0: Which is so fucking shitty, man.
1: Um, And I just suddenly felt incredibly uncomfortable. Yeah. But I mean, you know, Griffin it's, and I were in a good place. It didn't like, it didn't change anything for us. It was yeah. just, it was, it was awful.
0: I think it's way. a good life experience to have. I also think it's like it's fun it's it gets fun it's like hanging out and meeting new people like i have i in, enjoy that and not under the like pretenses of dating like now like i like really like meeting new people and that's kind of what dating is i will say it's bullshit and that like when i was in college and i wanted to date i had no fucking idea how to yeah and then once you start online dating like online dating is a whole different thing and it is like so much fucking easier because i think i'm good at going on dates but i think i'm really fucking bad at like initiating it and when you have internet doing that for you it's like a different thing because there was like a couple years there where i was like time to go out. let me go out to the bar and see if i meet anybody oh nope again of course (laughs) um but yeah should we talk about our first date you were just yeah there's not i guess not a lot happened we went to a a fairly nice restaurant here that was known for their nice desserts yeah and then i had to get gas on the way there and i spilled gasoline like pretty much all over my pants yeah and i it- stank so bad
1: <laughs> yeah the smell was was pretty it's very
0: overpowering
1: and then we were gonna go to barton springs right
0: were we and then it got we got rained out we got
1: rained out yeah and i don't remember what we did i think
0: we went to grace and bristol's pool and swam in that instead
1: Oh yeah. Yeah,
0: it's very very romantic. And then um you know <laughs> you know what happens after that. <laughs> a little bit of that. And some of that. And a little bit of that. Oh no. And a little bit of that. And a little a, lo- a whole bunch of that. Cowabunga, dude. And some of that, uh, my life, and some of that, my swamp, <laughs> and some. Okay. Of that. okay, please stop.
1: I was gonna, <laughs> I was gonna sit in silence until you stopped, uh, but you really got me with my swamp.
0: <laughs> I Everybody, okay. So to walk you through all of that, we watched, uh, we played in the mud. And then we watched an episode of The Simpsons, hence the cowabunga dude. And then we started to watch Borat, but we bailed and watched Shrek instead.
1: Oh, you really put a narrative together. I thought you were just- We did
0: not make love.
1: Can we move on? Sure.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't think anybody's still listening, but-
1: (laughs) Um, David and Annie-
0: Yes. Okay. Sorry, it took me a second.
1: David is 23. His um his bio tells us that he is a part time writer. We don't know what he's doing with the other part. No. Um. And then we if have he's
0: a- living in Chicago, he's working at Groupon. No, he's from Seattle. Yes. He
1: is from Seattle, which
0: means he works at Microsoft. Or no.
1: Well, Annie is. So yeah, I guess he yeah. They too. both are. Annie is 23. She's a social media manager. Um. So David. David brings roses. First of all, he like gives them to the Mater D, and I guess they like whisk them away for later in the evening. Uh He says that in his previous days. That's a
0: fucking. I'm sorry, I'm just not thinking about. It. That's a fucking called shot. Bring these out later because this is going to go so good that she's yeah. going to wish I give her a present.
1: Why not bring them out first?
0: Yeah, that's a yeah. Again, I don't know. It just becomes awkward when. it's Or better later. yet, don't bring them out because it's kind of a kind of a whack first date thing. I feel like. I don't, I don't know. No, babe, it's kind of a no, babe. It's pretty bad.
1: I guess it's a pretty large bouquet. If it was what a if dozen it was roses, just like, what if it was just like one flower? If your production like, of you Les
0: Miserables just opened up, you would bring <laughs> flowers to that person on their first date, but otherwise, no.
1: Uh so David says in previous dates he's been thrown up on. Um, that he always kind of gets categorized as a nerd, but he doesn't think he is one. And he says there's all these, like, nerd types out there now, like Benedict Cumberbatch and, quote, the guy that plays Spock in Star Trek. I actually believe um, that he's
0: not a nerd if he can't pull that dude's name.
1: Yeah. What is his name?
0: Oh, shit. I See, can't. I can't pull that dude's name. I know, I can't either. Which means I'm not a is fucking Is that our nerd. test? Yeah, that's it.
1: <laughs> um... And then we see him at the bar waiting for her to arrive and he's like practicing his voice. He's like, Oh, I'm all up in the high register right now. How does this sound? How, do, how does this sound? And like keeps trying to get lower and lower and lower. And then it's like, never mind. I'll just go high. Um, and we learn that Annie is, thinks that she is kind of a nerd and is just looking for somebody that she can just like hang out with and both be on their laptops and, and be fine together. Um, and I think, you know, at first I was like, oh, maybe this will work. And then the more you find out about David, um, he, he talks about his flip phone and the 30 second Tetris demo on it.
0: This was amazing. He talks about like, <laughs> he says, I got lost in Chicago for like a half hour yesterday uh, and didn't get home until like 2am. She's like, you couldn't get maps out on your phone? He's like, oh, I don't have any pull out. It's like Nokia razor. And he's like, I don't have maps on this and he's like yeah you know i just don't see the point in upgrading i have everything i need on here i have the tetris demo i can only play it for 30 seconds at a time but why would you want to play tetris for more than 30 seconds at a time which was insulting to me deeply
1: <laughs> uh he tells her this is the nicest restaurant he's ever been to uh and they kind of they order together uh he gets
0: some- oh man he she he says what do you think i would get and she says the vegetable tagine am i saying that right yeah. i don't fucking know yeah um, I've never ordered a tagine in my no, life. Me um, and she says, that sounds good. I think I would like to, um, have some of it. And she like m- m- simulated her reaching over the table, to, like grab some of it. And as she does, he reaches up a fist and then she like just kind of stares at his fist. And he's like, I thought you were fist bumping me. And she was like, no, I was just going to do that. And he's like a high five. And she was like, what? No, this no. <laughs>
1: she like i think she's trying really hard because she's like oh yeah i'm kind of total i'm kind of totally a nerd uh and she's like like, i hope i hope you don't judge me and he's like oh no 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 no, i won't i won't judge you um
0: you can be a nerd and be good at dating like yeah
1: well i think she's trying to say like she's trying to like get on his level trying to be like i realize like he seems a little bit nerdy and she's trying to be like oh hey i am too let's be more comfortable together but it doesn't it doesn't really work. He at one point forgets her name and calls her Amy instead of Annie.
0: Bad move, Jack. Uh, Bad form, Jack.
1: Shortly after this is when the roses are delivered. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and they're having fondue together and at one point David says, "I'm fond done."
0: That's very good. I enjoyed that. It's Thank you, David. Okay, that was a treat for me. Thank you. I'm, okay. I'm a big fan, David, of your work. Great stuff.
1: Um So yeah, so at the end of the date they go to the confessional. Uh, and they're sitting there together and there's that question of like, would you go on another date? And Annie's like, well, I mean, I had a nice time, but I just don't really think there's a spark. And, and then David
0: looks crushed.
1: David's like, oh, I, I would have, I would have done another, but okay, no, that's fine. I mean, you know, not everything works
0: out. We see her about to get in the car and he's like, can I Facebook friend request you? And we do not hear her answer to that question. Yeah. We fast forward. Um, it was, it was kind of, it was kind of sad. It was pretty sad. It was pretty sad. This was like the first date that you saw that they didn't like really go for it. And you could, I, I don't know, in my mind, I was thinking like, oh, he's such a goofball and he's screwing up all this stuff. But you know, she'll still fall for him in the and she was like, No, that was not comfortable. Part
1: of it is that we never really find out what he likes. I mean, maybe it happens when we're they're not on camera, but like I have nothing to hold on to with David other than like the really awkward stuff. Yeah. Like if I found out like, oh, he's really into I don't know, butterflies or something and like knows all about all the different kinds, it'd be like an interesting thing. And I think there's somebody out there for you, David. Yeah. That also likes
0: butterflies. Somebody using a Nokia eighty nine hundred or whatever. She's like, "Go and play Snake. Let's go." Hey, you have a flip phone. I'm still using the, so- the like the solid tablet one. That was just that was me just like three years ago. That was you just three years ago. Yes, I agree. <laughs> I saw you print out directions to a place once. Yeah, and I th- we still got married.
1: Yeah, I was still doing that in like 2012, maybe.
0: Unimaginable.
1: Yeah. Richard is a writer and musician and a naturalist. And Jeanette, uh, I actually don't know what Jeanette does, but 65. I mean, she may just be retired. Sure. Um, but we learned that Jeanette has a bucket list where she wants to jump out of an airplane, go, uh, scuba diving and ride in a hot air balloon. Uh, and Richard, Richard says that he's kind of a, Kind of a what did he say? Like an odd bird? An odd duck. An he's, odd duck. he's
0: also a very, very hirsute man, which yeah. we find out the reason for later, and it is heartbreaking. Um <laughs> uh
1: yeah, and at first, you know, like she just just in her appearance, she just kind of seems like a little a little more button up. Uh, but he really wins her over right away, and then she kind of admits, like, you know, I like odd ducks. Yeah. Uh and they have just the sweetest most wonderful conversation.
0: He talks about how there's a different... He considers himself a naturalist, but there's a difference between a naturalist and a naturist. Yeah. And a naturist is somebody who's like a, a nudist, I guess, which I've never heard that terminology before. Uh, and a naturalist is somebody who's just like all about the, like being connected with, with nature. He says, but at the same time, if I was naked and out in the woods, I would be totally fine with it. And she was like, <laughs> hell yeah, ride dirty. No. She well, says that word for word. Hell she yeah, does ride dirty. Say
1: it. Uh, they order, and right after they order, he talks about, um, how he's kind of, either he or she, somebody says they're a wandering spirit. Okay. And that's when they both realize that they really want to go to Ireland and have a real affinity for the Irish.
0: He busts out an Irish accent that Uh, kind of got my hackles up. I don't enjoy that so much when people do that. But it was, I mean, you know. It was charming. She was was into it. And he talks about how he speaks French and how when he was younger, he would seduce women with his French, uh, knowledge, only he would say, uh, nonsense sentences like, my sister is a happy pencil. Yeah. Um,
1: uh, neither of them had ever been on a blind date before, and neither of them has been on a date in 40 years. Right. Um, and Jeanette tells us, um, the viewers about her previous husband being in a lot of pain. Um, we don't really find out much more no. about that. Um, but Richard tells the story of his wife, uh, and he starts to get a little emotional and he says, um, you know, when she was in chemo, I shaved off all my hair and then she passed and I've just been growing it out since then. It's kind of how I measure time. Um, which, you know, gets Jeanette very emotional.
0: And me and, very emotional and you very emotional. Very emotional.
1: Um, and they really kind of share a moment and she kind of says something like, like God bless you or something and reaches across and holds his hand. It's a very sweet moment. It's very sweet. Um, and this is where Richard says maybe the best thing ever. He says, I think there's two things you should do with somebody before you get married. You should paddle a canoe together and you should hang wallpaper (laughs)
0: so fucking so dead so on. genius um it's especially sort of um that stuck out to me because we've been watching Amazing Race, yeah. uh, and this season of Amazing Race is um, is so Amazing Race is usually like uh, two people that know each other very well travel the world together, so like romantic partners or family members, um, or like just best or buds, like father son, father son. And this this season, it's just strangers, just like r- randos yeah. that pair up in the first episode and run. And watching like strangers try to paddle a canoe together is like, oh no, you're doing it so bad. Yeah, you and I are really good at it. I feel like. We've gone out paddling a couple times. We
1: have, yeah. We have. I feel like you did the majority of the paddling until your back really started my hurting. my back
0: fucking went out because I'm 120 years old. Was this
1: our first date? This this was definitely a date we went on this early. This is not our
0: first date. I would not let you okay. see me do physical fucking activity on our first date.
1: <laughs> we definitely did it early in our relationship.
0: My donkey. My swamp. Oh.
1: Did you think My Swamp would work a second time? Because it will not. My Swamp! No. My Swamp! No.
0: My Swamp! My Swamp?
1: (laughs) Okay. Alright, it does. It works.
0: Baby, can I do something? (laughs) Yes. Can I get on my phone and look up who the actor was that played Spock?
1: (laughs) Yes. I was surprised that you had held back this long. (laughs)
0: <laughs> i was trying to do it earlier but you were looking at me like you were mad at me <laughs> um yeah that's what he looks like who's the fucking what's this zachary quinto
1: okay that was the loudest time you've ever no look you can name. look at the
0: sound waves and see it wasn't that loud zachary quinto was his name well it startled me <laughs> i scared you by saying zachary quinto <laughs> so loud I'm sorry I shouted Zachary Quinto at you. Please don't an inch away from your face. <laughs> I'm sorry I got up, ran across the room, put my mouth right in your face and shouted Zachary <laughs> and Quinto. I
1: was in the quiet corner.
0: You were in the quiet corner. I was mad cuz I was in the history corner and I wanted you over here, and so I <laughs> leaped I leapt at you and I shouted Zachary Quinto right into your open mouth and I'm very sorry. But Zachary Quinto is the actor. Yeah, by I this never point, would pulled that. By this point, dear listener, you've almost certainly tweeted at me the name Zachary Quinto. And I want you to tell you, I want you to tell you that you've been redundant.
1: <laughs> I want you to tell you you've been redundant.
0: Zachary Quinto. He was on Lost, wasn't he? Quinto.
1: Maybe. There were a lot of people on Lost.
0: A lot of folks were on Lost, weren't they?
1: Mm-hmm. You want to name all of them?
0: <laughs> Michael. Mike. My- no i can't
1: matthew fox matthew
0: fox not michael fox evangeline lilly evangeline lilly who is the handsome one who played sawyer oh josh josh holloway uh, maybe and then hurley who can forget him
1: and there was dominic
0: dominic (laughs) (laughs) and michael and walt and the dog
1: (laughs) now you're just you
0: remember john locke he was spooky sometimes and the smoke monster? And Benjamin
1: Linus? Benjamin
0: Linus was good. Okay. Or was he bad? He was very bad. Spoilers. I think he was good sometimes, <laughs> though. Show got confusing.
1: You want to do the last couple?
0: I would rather we not. But let's go ahead. They just didn't do it for me.
1: No, I know. Uh, Catherine and Woody, both 27. You remember Woody from Lost? No, no. remind me who he is.
0: He's the cowboy toy is stupid.
1: <laughs> uh, Catherine says she's a seven-time bridesmaid. Uh, she has concerns about her eggs getting old. Uh, and this is her first blind date. All right. Uh, and then Woody is a carpenter, has a very long bushy beard. Uh, a and great he- big
0: bushy beard.
1: <laughs> he says that... Um, he doesn't need a woman that's a supermodel, but he thinks he's pretty attractive. And so he'd like her to be attractive, too.
0: This is one where, like, the the algorithm maybe didn't seem so hot. But at the same time, she also said, I want somebody completely different from the people that I've dated. Mm-hmm. And so this this dude definitely seemed different from the people that she's dated.
1: Is she kind of her opener? They're, like, sitting at the bar having lots of drinks. And uh, at one point, she says, wine makes me crazy. Champagne makes me psycho. And I've had both. And he's kind of like, all right, here
0: we go. And uh, she tells the bartender, uh, can you get, it says something like, can you get him a shot of tequila? And he's like, how about two shots of tequila? And she says, no, I've only eaten half a granola bar tonight, <laughs> which is actually pretty great. Um,
1: uh, she also says that she is a vegan by day, but a carnivore by night. Um, but she says that usually when she is eating meat, she is not sober. Uh, and then he says, I won't force you to eat my meat.
0: Yipsy, so, yikes, yikes.
1: Go. Uh, she puts her leg out so that he can feel her calf, uh, and she says, normally I'm more fit than this, but I've just had surgery, and he asks her about the surgery, and she kind of pauses for a while, and then kind of gestures towards her uh, her chest region.
0: And at this point, there's a wrapping at our window, and it's um the wrapping of my bony hand as my skeleton <laughs> peeks in just to check on how we're doing, just to see if it's safe. And he's like, nope, still not safe. He um, said, I, I, I left when I heard the meat thing and I was like, I thought I could come back in at this point. There's been a full commercial break, but no, no. it's still unsafe in here.
1: No, and he's like, he's just kind of like, oh, I was really curious about those. You know, I can see them and I just was curious.
0: I mean, he said, what he says is she says, yeah, they're, these are fake. And he says, well, I can see them and I'm not going to touch them, but if I can see them, then they're not fake. That's what he was oh, saying. Oh, I see. You just had a, a yuck face on your yeah. face. Yeah.
1: Uh, then they both. Not
0: that there's st- anything yucky. Like, if you augment your your body, whatever, go for it. No, of course it.
1: not. Uh, I do find conversations about it a little conversations on
0: first dates about it with this level of frankness maybe yeah. a little. Uh,
1: so they are they're having lots of drinks, and he goes to reach for his wine and accidentally grabs for the vase. And uh, she <laughs> makes a joke about it, and so then he picks up the the vase with a flower in it and drinks the water out of it, and then she does the same. Which I thought was kind of. And this, but
0: this is the she was like, ha, you're gonna get us kicked out of here." And the bartender's just like staring at them, like, "What the fuck are you guys doing?" <laughs> this uh, is a this is a, a five star Michelin restaurant.
1: And then this is where she makes. I don't think
0: Michelin gives out five stars. Actually, I said that. No, and I realized it was wrong. I don't think so
1: uh and then this is where she makes the wedding crashers reference oh my
0: god which it's I 20 fucking 17
1: says something about like if you leave, if you leave me, me i'll
0: find you yeah which is and he, and he says that was scary i mean i get the reference but it's still scary and i'm like <laughs> i mean it's not scary it's just like a reference from a movie from 1990 bc
1: uh, and this is when, like, he's—I think—he's trying to figure out, like, is there any hope for us? And so he talks about how he, like, likes to go out in the mud and the outdoors and canoe. And uh, weird she's, that there's
0: a canoe discussion. I know,
1: right? She's not really not into interested. It. No, thank you. Um, and then the check comes, and it's a thing. And it's a thing. He doesn't open it yet. Just says, like, I'm not going to look at it. I just want to see where you're at on this. And she says, well, I think the man should always pay. And he looks at it and then decides to go to the bathroom. And she's like, are you going to run out on me? And he's like, no, 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 no. And so he gets in the bathroom. He calls his buddy and says, it's like a $200 check. She wants me to pay. I think I'm going to have to get out of here. (laughs) Um, But then he does come back um, and proceeds to tell her, oh, it's just so expensive. So much money. I want you to look at this and like makes her look at the receipt. This
0: is the worst way to handle this, by the way. I don't know that there's an agreed-upon, like, all-time best way to, like, yeah, like handle the check. Yeah, he have just been
1: like, this is, this is a lot for me. Would you mind
0: helping That me? even would have been fine. That would, But not yeah. to be like, look at all this. Like, are you- I just want
1: you to know what I'm about to do. And she's like, I have hairpins that are more than that. This isn't a lot of money to do. There's a
0: lot of conversation happening here.
1: Uh, so they get into the little after-confessional booth.
0: And for some reason— Oh, at they- this point, uh, also, when he reaches over to, like— uh, I put the check down and he knocks over like this huge glass of wine. On her all, phone. Yeah.
1: Uh, they get in the confessional booth. She comes in and she like puts her hand all over his face. Uh, and she's like, yeah, it's him. And, and it kind of seems like, oh, they have a fun, they have a fun thing happening. Not to me. I, I don't know. I thought like maybe this is like a fun, kooky couple. It struck um, me as these
0: are two people who are on a television show and acutely aware of it and have no idea what to do with their hands right now.
1: So the producer asked them, are they going to go out on another date? Do you want to see each other again? And he just very frankly says, I do not want to see you again.
0: There's also this cute buildup where they're like, You go, you go for I I was waiting for you to go. And he goes, I absolutely do not want to go on another date.
1: And she's like, Oh, I thought I was ready for marriage. Uh, which I thought uh, like was funny. goofing,
0: like obviously joking.
1: Um, and then he's like, Well, you know, but the sex would be great. That was kind of a weird, weird <laughs> kind thing. Of a weird, yeah. Um, but she's like, well, I guess she's like, no, oh, that's, that's awful. We're going to have to get divorced. And he's like, what are you talking about? We're not married. Real she's Sam like, yes, and, yes Sam and Diane
0: vibe between yeah. these two. Is that a good? Did I reference it good? Yeah, no, that's right. I have watched. Cheers.
1: Yeah, that's actually, that's how you say the show. <sighs> Cheers.
0: Cheers. Cheers.
1: Question: mark. Where everybody knows
0: you. Sometimes you want to go.
1: <laughs> uh, so those Here are, one are the-, the ones that
0: I think is everything you got.
1: Those are the five first dates. Those are the
0: five first dates on first dates. We're not going to do this one again, though, because no. it would be, it would, after a while, it would just be like, name, did this to name. And it was so, so wild. many couples. I, I, I will continue to watch the show. I love that. Yeah. It. I liked it. It was, it was, um, you and I like pleasant TV. <laughs> we do. Like that's our whole fucking aesthetic now these days It's like, it's true. Either comfort food TV, like Buffy or just like pleasant tone.
1: Terrace house,
0: terrace house only. Which we have, we are slow dripping that fucking second chunk of episode. Yeah, we
1: still haven't finished the second chunk. Please
0: don't spoil it. We can we say lots of people. I get like we want to have a discussion, and we are very diligent about keeping the spoilers away from people's eyes. But sometimes I see spoilers because we just we don't approve the post, and it bumps me out because I don't want to.
1: I know. I finally released some Aloha State posts. Um, that I've been holding for a while. I guess it's been a while. Cause since I figured, the all right. I mean, I hate, I hate to release spoilers, but.
0: People want to talk, and I get it. I'm excited too.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Zachary fucking Quinto. Can't believe it. You're just so good. I'm losing my edge, babe. Younger man would have pulled Zachary Quinto, no problem. Um, I want to thank folks who've been sending stuff to the P.O. Box. We have a P.O. Box here in Austin. It's P.O. Box 66639, Austin, Texas, 78766. I don't know why I'm slurring so much. I've had like half a beer tonight. I think we're just still a little bit worn out. Um, Specifically, Kathy sent us a really nice corn-based cross-stitch that says my heart is gold, but my vagina is platinum. Um, And uh, Casey sent us a, uh, a movie that is supposed to be very Bachelor, Bachelorette-inspired from, I think, like, the year that that show started. Yeah. Um, It's not the movie The Bachelor starring uh, Chris O'Donnell.
1: No, although we should watch that at some point. Should we? I'm just too curious.
0: Have you not seen it? I have not. So seen it. funny, dude. Have you? You haven't seen it. I've seen it, but I saw it a very, very long time ago, and it probably wasn't very funny. Okay. I think he like puts out an ad in the newspaper that's like, if you marry me, I'll give you a million dollars. It's like just like a bunch of women like try to marry him.
1: Oh, well, that's fun. Is it? No, not at all.
0: Um. Yeah, thank you to everybody who's who's sent us stuff. We really appreciate. It. We get a lot of really sweet letters and really sweet I got to turn my phone off cuz now I'm just looking at Henry pictures. Um we get a lot of sweet letters and wedding invitations and stuff like that in the PO box and we really um appreciate them. We don't respond to nearly any of them, which I apologize for, but we really do get a pretty large volume in. Oh,
1: and thanks to Erica Huff who sent us Oh uh, yeah. The for the Max Fund donors this year, you could get a uh, a rocket-shaped candle. Yeah. And she sent us some uh, that smelled like roses.
0: It was really sweet.
1: Really nice of her. Thank you.
0: Um, Go check out all the shows on Maximum Fun. Go to MaximumFun.org and check out all the podcasts there. There's really good ones like One Bad Mother and Stop Podcasting Yourself. Uh, and Jordan Jesse Go, and Beef and Dairy Network. Um, Baby Geniuses. Baby Geniuses. All really, really lady good. The lady. lady to Lady. Lady Lady. There's a ton of really good ones, all at MaximumFun.org. If you want to hear other podcasts with us in it, go to McElroyShows.com. Check them out there. I think that's it, right? Yep. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Until next time, I'm Griffin McElroy. I'm Rachel McElroy. When you're ready. Ronald rose. Stay with us on this journey of joy. Spoiler alert. She ends up with Soulja Boy. <laughs> right Reasons. Right Reese's. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported. Hi, everybody. I'm Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. And we host the first podcast ever made, my brother and my brother are made. Every Monday, we put out the first ever advice comedy podcast ever. They found our podcast on Dead Sea Scrolls. We're the Hammurabi code of podcasts, and we're ready to entertain you with jokes. That we invented the first jokes. So join us every Monday on MaximumFun.org. You'll never crack our code, Dan Brown. Just try me. It's history in the making and in the faking, and it's all yours for the taking.